Were we all completely convinced, and I mean completely convinced, that the one thing that your favorite football team did worse than anything else is all of a sudden going to be a strength? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates that I hope you'll check out. We are nine days away from the season opener in Cincinnati, and we talk a lot, it seems, about concerns, shortcomings, things that have us worried that they're just going to go completely south or, in some cases, offensive line, stay south. There's one that very, very seldom comes up, and it surprises me, and that's run defense. The Steelers were, of course, 32nd out of 32 teams in 2021, averaging 146.1 yards allowed on the ground per game. And yes, it only seems like half of those happened in Minneapolis. It actually was pretty widespread. There weren't a lot of games where they were sturdy. And you can say whatever it is that you want about not having Stefan Tuitt, about losing Tyson Alualu, about Devin Bush and everything else. The fact of the matter is, there were, on all of those plays, 11 guys on the field. And unfortunately, Minka Fitzpatrick, Terrell Edmonds, the safeties had to get moved up to the line of scrimmage like it was protecting your JV unit or something. And it hurt the defense across the board. TJ Watt would get moved inside. You're eliminating, by choice, two of the more dangerous weapons in the NFL. And I probably should mention that Cam Hayward was moved all over the line because the other team's offensive game plan basically boiled down to, see where 97 is? Don't run there. Run literally anywhere else. And it became a joke to the extent that none other than Mean Joe Green piped up after the Minneapolis debacle and made sure it was embarrassing in the most literal sense. But there are two guys, two of them, I feel, that have brought a sense of real and arguably justified optimism that it's not going to be anywhere near as much of an issue this year, and it might even be a strength. And those two guys are Alulu being back and healthy and Miles Jack. It's the perfect time to advance your career and invest in yourself. Point Park University has lowered tuition on many master's degrees. Pay the same low master's price for courses online on on their gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus. Whatever works best for you. Choose from more than 30 Point Park master's and doctoral degrees. Save thousands of dollars with Point Park's reduced master's tuition. Visit pointpark.edu slash graduate. I spoke with both Alulu and Jack over the past week to get their thoughts on run defense specifically. And in Alulu's case, I asked him first what his sense was of the way the guys behind him were performing in this facet, meaning, of course, Jack and Devin Bush. 
I, th I think they're uh, playing fast and you know, getting a better understanding of the defense. And I think that's you know, key for us to you know play better run defense and uh, just overall just better defense in general. So you know, it's, it's it's good um, to have those guys step up uh, to the challenge, and um, I'm just kind of excited. Now, that's encouraging, and so is what you've seen with your own eyes, at least if you're watching with an open mind. Jack and even Bush, we're allowed to say good things about him when he does well, seem to come together as a tandem, particularly in the most recent preseason game against the Lions. That was not an accident when it came to run defense, as Jack told me himself. There's a big emphasis on the run, so we felt like uh, mm -hmm. we answered that call. Even though it's preseason, it was big for us. You had to do it. Exactly. So we felt like we handled our own. We put them in second and long, third and long situations. And we're, we're proud of that because based off of last year, what we were seeing, they, 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 they're a talented run team. So go across that line and look at what you have. You have Cam. Ideally, staying where it is that he belongs on that line rather than being moved to nose tackle in a panic. You have a Lualu. You got to be hoping in his mid-30s that he can hold up over a full season, but you've got him. And you've got Larry Ogunjobi. He's a really, really good football player that Pittsburghers are going to like almost as much as they would have disliked him when he was with either the Browns or the Bengals. We didn't get to see all that much of these guys together in the preseason, but that's okay given their relative age. We did get to see, eh, not as much as we wanted because of his late camp injury, but Isaiah Loudermilk is a good run-stopping guy. Chris Wormley can be that sometimes when he's especially fired up, like when he's facing Baltimore. And DeMarvin Leal pretty much showed that he can do anything. Although run-stopping isn't his specialty, pass-rushing is, and we saw that as well in the preseason, you just can't play on a Steelers line without doing that. And I know that sounds silly to say after last season, but that's been the mindset, at least, for a long, long time. At inside linebacker, look, we've been over Bush a million times. I'm not going to revisit it for the millionth and oneth time, but I think we can agree that Jack has shown us everything that we would have wanted to see from him since coming up from Jacksonville. This looks like a good, good player. He's reliable, he's professional, he's occasionally dynamic, and I gotta tell you, he's also been quite the shoulder to lean on for Bush. Not sure he had that last season in coming back. Maybe that in and of itself will make a difference. When we come back, J1Q. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question, and that's brought to you always on this program by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garvin, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp and medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated Super Lawyers, capital S, capital L, for the past 15 years. And yes, that is a real thing. The Super Lawyer designation is reserved for the top 5% of all attorneys in Pennsylvania. Learn more about them at lgkg.com. 
or by calling 888-842-5454. Today's J1Q comes from Adele, who asks, what are the odds Kenny Pickett never sees the field this year unless there's an injury? I have them at about 85% and maybe more. Well, Adele, Kenny Pickett did see the field at Akershore Stadium last night for the Pitt-West Virginia instant classic. I'm sure that's not what you're talking about, but hey, he was out there. Kenny's going to get onto the field this year. I really believe that. I feel as if it's going to happen based on injury. Not to you know get all doom and gloomy here, but you've seen the offensive line. You've also seen that Mitch Trubisky has absolutely no fear, reservation, or even a hesitation about tucking the ball and running. In fact, there are times when it looks like it's, if not his first option, it's before he even goes through the various checkdowns. That's going to put him in jeopardy, obviously. So I do think you're going to see Kenny play. Is it going to be on merit? That's at least a possibility. Because to, again, pin things on the line more than on Mitch, who did have a nice preseason and a nice camp and everything else, an offensive line can ruin you. It can throw you out of whack even without getting you hurt. It can mess up your own sense of uh, timing, of confidence, of waiting to see when the right route opens up or when someone else might come back to you. Mitch likes to do that sort of thing. And if that's stripped away, it, it's going to make him a lesser quarterback and it could affect performance in a broader capacity, at which point you do have not just one, but for now, while Mason Rudolph's here, two other options. I don't see, how do I put this? Because I got all kinds of guff from everybody yesterday in the comments on the various platforms where this show ends up, you know, that I hate Mitch or hate quarterbacks or whatever other nonsense was in there. First of all, hate, you know? I mean, it's, it's an absurd term to be thrown around when we're just talking about sports. But secondly, I mean, I can't say it often enough. All three of them were good. And I n- never picked someone who was like my favorite or a preference. I still haven't done that. What I've stated all along was what I believed the team would do. And then in turn, I said, listen, I'd be okay if Trubisky's the starter. Truth is, if they'd chosen Kenny, I'd have been okay with that, too. I would have been a little bit cringy about it for the obvious reasons, but I would have been okay with it. I didn't pick a horse in this and go, yeah, 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 go this guy, go that guy. I just didn't do it. This didn't feel like the right scenario for that. And I'm not going to manufacture a stance over it. But if you're asking me, and this is what you're asking, do I think Adele, that Kenny is going to get on the field in some capacity, I'd put the odds at, well, I'd say they're more likely than the ones that you gave. You said 85% that he won't. I I think that he will get out there, and I don't think it'll just be injury or mop-up related. It's going to be an unusual year, my friends, especially for that offense. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers, including everybody who came at me in the comments. That's fine. We're talking football. It's not that big a deal in the, uh, you know, the whole global scope thing. 